Yo, 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 what's going on, millionaires? You are now listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 93 on walking through life with poise. So, hi, guys. Uh, my name is Erin Pitts, and I am currently Miss Black, South Carolina International Ambassador. Um, but I'm better known as just Erin. Nothing, nothing too major. Um, so what you guys can expect for this episode is just talking about confidence and how to be professional and poised. But you guys go ahead and keep listening to the Million Dollar Podcast. We're going to keep it pushing. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast. I'm your guy, Kai Speaks, and this is your guide to accumulating abundance in your life. Matter of fact, this is the only place for tips and tricks on identifying your passions and attracting opportunities to make a living while living your dreams. Now, we have a very special guest, as I mentioned earlier, and this is one of my good friends, Miss Erin Pitts. And I got to put the respect on the Miss because she is just the all-around queen, literally the reigning Miss Black South Carolina International Ambassador, and also the 78th Miss South Carolina State University. That's a long lineage of queens. And, I, and, I, and I'm a little bit familiar of, you know, of, of what your role was as Miss South, South Carolina State, Aaron, as Mr. Cheney. So I, I'm very open to connecting um, in, in, in that regards and just kind of talking about your experiences and how it just led to where you are now. And Aaron is also a former sales professional, which we also have in common. Right. So I kind of want to see how these things all played a part in, you know, what you're currently doing as Miss Black South Carolina International. OK, so Aaron, I know I talked to. Uh, talked a lot just now but why don't you give our audience a little bit more about yourself something that we don't already know all right so actually you guys i am from atlanta georgia yes i am the rating miss black south carolina international ambassador but i only am able to be a part of that title because i went to south carolina state university as q said um something that's very unique about me is a secret i don't like to tell many people so q you're about to find out right now um i am actually afraid of thunderstorms so that's my little fun fact fun secret okay um but as part of my role as miss black south carolina international ambassador is just being able to make an impact in my community um so during my reign like i'm able to go into my community well with covid i had to kind of make it virtual but i'm able to kind of create some really awesome and great things like my trust the process podcast which is geared towards black entrepreneurs and like just telling their journey of how they actually got started and the things that they're doing to kind of like cultivate their community in general so it's a pretty exciting time um, and sales has definitely helped me throughout my journey of being Miss Black South Carolina International Ambassador. Wow, that was that was a lot. That was a lot to swallow just now, Aaron. I never knew that you had um, that you had a podcast. That's 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 pretty dope. Love to connect with you further about that. And then also, you afraid of thunder thunderstorms? I think that's interesting because for me, thunderstorms bring peace. I don't know how, but when it's raining and it's thundering, I, I get the best sleep at night. No, it keeps me awake. I'll just start freaking out, especially when the lights go out. Oh, no. Mm -mm. It's like it's time for me to go. I can't mm. sleep. It keeps me up all night. That reminds me of uh, that movie. I think it was Ted when he was talking about Thunder Buddies or something like that. It's not <laughs> like you need a Thunder Buddy. But OK, let's uh, let's start. Let's start from the beginning, Aaron. Right. Like how when was the beginning or what was the beginning of your journey into pageantry? Like, was it was it your reign as the 78th uh, Miss South Carolina State or were you into pageants before then? How, how did this all how did this all start for you? 
Okay, so funny story. Um, it actually started when I I would watch like Miss USA and Miss Universe on TV, not thinking like, yeah, I could be up there because I'm a dancer by trade. Like I've been dancing since I was four or five. Um, when I actually got to South Carolina State University, I saw this girl on this float, and she had an all white. And I said, I told my mom, I said, I don't know who she is, but I'm gonna be her. Um, and when I got there, I'm like, okay. I found out who she was, and at the time. It was Kyra D. McCullough. And if you guys don't know, Kyra D. McCullough was actually Miss USA, I believe, in 2017, 2016. So she actually came from South Carolina State and she was Miss South Carolina State. And I was introduced to her and I just fell in love with her. And I was like, you know what? I said that's who I was going to be. And that kind of started my segue into pageantry. Um, I started competing on campus and local pageants. I did Miss Black and Gold, placed second runner up, didn't know what I was doing. I just said, you know, if I have to be a campus, Fifth queen in order to be Miss South Carolina State, that's the path I'm gonna take. Um, and so that's that's kind of my path into pageantry, and it just took it literally leaped from there. Wow, and and like, what was it about it? What was it about her that stood out so much to make that the thing that you wanted to pursue? So with Kyra, she was very regal. Even talking to her now, when you speak to her, she's just very regal. She's very calming. She's very empowering. And she just has this essence about her. And I was like, I love her. Like, even to this day, like, I, I'll, I'll talk to her from time to time. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love her so much. So just the that impact that she was able to have on me. And she didn't even know me from a can of paint. Um, I take that everywhere that I go, whether it's in pageantry or just in life, to be able to leave that lasting impact on others. Because the only thing that people remember is how, the, how did you make them feel? So I think that's one of the things that I definitely took from her and kind of just took that into me. And I'm like, everything that I do, I have to leave a lasting impact. So that's just how that came about. I love that what you just said. What people care about most is how do you make them feel? Or at least like how do you what lasting impression do you leave on them? And and, and that's so important. And really I guess the the inspiration to today's episode is really just talking about how to remain poised when things are bothering us and how to still have that welcoming personality that just makes people feel welcome and open to just being around you because what the whole million dollar mind podcast is about Aaron um, is just accumulating abundance and attracting opportunities and in order to attract opportunities we have to make ourselves readily available uh, to be there for others because we need each other right it's not it's not a one man show it's a it's a team team effort so i mean with that being said once you started your first reign uh what do you feel like what skills do you feel like you sharpened since you served your first uh your first uh reign of queenship so something for me like I'm not afraid to talk in front of people, but being Miss South Carolina State University Q, I would get stopped in the middle of, let's say, going to class. And they would say, hey, like, I need you to come with me right now. We're doing a TV interview and I need you there. (laughs) And you're like, oh, right now? Like, I don't have any time to debrief. No, no, no. Like, we need you right now. So definitely talking in front of people, talking on the fly, just being able to know exactly what's going on around me and just being able to adapt. This adaptability has definitely been something that I have sharpened completely. Um, Like, even now, even now, like, being able to be working and then be Miss Black South Carolina International Ambassador, there are literally times where I jump off of work and I'm hopping onto, like, an Instagram Live or I'm talking on 
a podcast or I'm talking to kids and it's like you already have to have that mindset of like I'm just gonna go ahead and adapt I already know what I I don't know what I'm gonna say but when I get there I have a good idea so just my adaptability skills and being able to just talk to others and um just being able to be relatable as well too I think sometimes when it comes to like pageantry we kind of think like oh they're not relatable but everybody has their story it's just how do you how are you able to express your story so that others can see like the common similarities in exactly what you have going on and what they have going on just so that they can understand you know that you're a human being too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I get that a lot and it, and it sounds like the, what you've gotten the most was just it gave you that it made you more comfortable with speaking in public, not only speaking in public, but just talking on the fly that impromptu speaking in public. So that's a, that's actually a huge skill. So I'm, I'm actually very, you know, I'm excited for you that that's one of the skills that you picked up. Cause I would even say the same, like I was a introvert, like, like no other when I like first started college and then like my sophomore year when I ran for Mr. Cheney I was nervous as hell I did a poem for my I did a poem for my talent and that was just one of my strongest but it wasn't until after I actually served like running it was different but it wasn't until I actually served that I started to learn these skills like you just said that public speaking and just being comfortable of speaking in public so I mean not everyone has an opportunity to you know to serve in these types of roles of course Aaron so what what are some ways that you've identified uh, just through helping people in the community service that some what are some helpful ways that a person can you know improve on that that skill of public speaking without maybe having to serve in in a role uh, of like what we've done so I would say you definitely have to kind of put yourself out there that's one of the biggest things so even if you're in school or if you're at work and the teacher asks a question in class it's the little things it's starting by raising your hand and saying hey I think I might have the answer even though you might be completely wrong but it's the effort and the practice that's literally all it is is that that practice even at work just volunteering to do certain things outside of your comfort zone like it might make you a little uncomfortable in the beginning but like I said like it's the practice it's the progress because at the end of the day like those those moments build momentum so with that momentum building the more that you do it the more that you put yourself out there the more that you raise your hand to volunteer to do things outside of your comfort zone it will definitely start pushing you in that direction to improve on public speaking being able to talk on the fly and just being able to be adaptable in any type of situation mm-hmm. 100% agree and now naturally as humans we all have fears, right? We all we all have some type of fear, um, but for the most part, the really good, the re- the ones that are really good at being humans, we don't let those fears stop us from things that we really want and really passionate about. So let's talk about your your, your fears, Aaron. Like, what were some of your biggest fears while stepping into your most recent reign as Miss Black South Carolina International? And you know, where do you find those fears now that you're comfortable and more seasoned into the into the role? And you know just doing the things that you're doing now. So cute. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, a lot of my friends know this already, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, for me, one of my biggest fears was actually starting my podcast. Like the community service I have down pat, that's easy. That's easy for me because I like to talk and be around people. But it was starting the the podcast geared towards entrepreneurs. Uh, because for me, I feel like I have a little small, little squeaky voice, even though I talk all the time. But it's kind of that perception of, okay, is it going to be perceived the way that I want it to be perceived? 
perceived and is it going to go the way that I want it to go so I'm not I'm not going to tell you guys any tales I definitely procrastinated in doing my podcast because I could not get over the fear of talking and having someone have to hear my voice like I, I couldn't I couldn't get over it um and for me like I just had to like buckle down and be like you know what this is what I'm gonna do I'm not gonna let my fear and anxiety take over anything else because right now I don't have a choice I said I was gonna do it and I did it and the funniest thing is I did an Instagram live with the missus of Black South Carolina International Ambassador and I said it on our Instagram live and literally the moment that I said it I said well okay now that I said it, I have to do it so that kind of put a little fire under my butt to kind of like now I have to do it because I've said it out loud now. So that probably has been one of my biggest fears with the podcast. But in actuality, everybody genuinely loved it. Like, and I was like, oh wow. If I wouldn't have, <laughs> if I wouldn't have dragged my feet so much, I probably could have just been out here, you know, doing way better. But I know everything happens in its right timing, so I, I'm not really, you know, upset about it. But I'm like, you know, I'm I'm proud of myself for stepping outside of my comfort zone and my little fear that I had about my voice. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everything does indeed happen on the right timing. Time is time is divine. Is is beyond our control. It's going to happen regardless. And I'm glad that you were able to push past that fear because, I mean, I I used to think the same thing, right? Like. Oh, don't know. I want to hear my voice. And when I did my first podcast episode, Aaron, to like now, I even hear the difference in how my voice sounds. And it's just you just you just figure it out, right? You figure it out. But at the end of the day, your podcast is for you. All right. Don't don't get me wrong. You you have a certain audience that you're targeting and people that you want to help with your podcast. But at the end of the day, it's for you. So you just stay genuine to like why you're doing this and all that other stuff just goes out the window naturally, which I'm sure you already discovered. Right. So yeah. um, we talked about your uh, your current, uh, your recent. Actually, you're going on a trip to the Bahamas, right? I am. I leave on the 20th. I'm excited, but a little nervous because I haven't been out the country by myself in mm-hmm. forever. So it's, it's definitely going to be a nice little comfort zone change. Uh, so I'm excited, though. Go to the Bahamas for a whole week. Stay at the Bahamar fancy five-star resort. But it's really work, though. But it's, it's a good it's, time. It's really work, but it sounds like it's more of a good time than anything, especially when you love what you do. Which yes. everything that you are, everything that you are, Aaron, sounds like you love what you do, right? And if you don't, then it's what's the <laughs> point? So I go that I go. To, I say that I say all that to say this. Um, what what are? I know you mentioned that you were nervous about a few things. Was it mainly because of like the traveling alone and and that type of that that type of stuff, or was it more so the roles and what you'll actually be doing while you're there that you're nervous of? So what I'm really nervous about, of course, is traveling by myself. Uh, my mom and grandma and sister are coming later on during the week, but you, you can't really see them until like finals night after everything is over. Um, but the thing I would say I'm most nervous about is I so we're actually competing in international costume. So my international costume is a little different. I can't give any, you know, surprises or sneak peeks. Just know it is geared toward my HBCU family all day long. But um, it's just the that's a whole different aspect than just having to create something that re- truly represents the state that you represent or the people that you're gearing it towards. That's always like a a daunting task. So that's kind of what I'm a little nervous about. Mm. Mm-hmm. got you but i you're gonna kill it regardless you're gonna kill it regardless so no 
don't fear no more. Fear is just thank you. We, we thank get you. we get fear because and this is I'm speaking to the people at this point. Eric. <laughs> I, I know you know this, man, but we we the reason why we fear y'all is because we're we're stepping into something unknown. We're stepping into something different, and that fear is really just. Uh, if you guys remember the episode TJ did on um, mental health, and he mentioned cortisol as like the stress hormone, that's really all fear really comes from. It just comes from that stress and that anxiety of stepping into the unknown. So that's where we get the feeling. But when you learn how to use that feeling, it's like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. This is a this is a signal that's telling me I'm doing something different, and that's different is good. Then you start to execute a lot better and perform at a high level, which is what allowed. Aaron to be even in the seat that she's in right now, right? You don't you don't get to become Miss Black, uh, South Carolina International, if, if you allow fear to detract you from that goal. Because I'm sure you you had that moment of fear a thousand times over, from every single time you had to step into a room and speak to every single time that you had to do an interview to every single time you probably had to, or when you even had to run. So again, uh, how do you use fear to leverage? Uh, how you set goals and how you achieve and accomplish things, uh, Aaron. So for me, um, I'm very big on goal setting. I definitely, I like to, I'm old school. I like to write my goals down on a sheet of paper. And once I started working towards them, of course, that that's when the fear creeps in. The fear does not creep in when you put it on the paper, okay? The fear actually creeps in once you start moving and you start gaining momentum because you're kind of in your brain about like, okay, well, is this going to work? Is this going to happen? Like, how is it going to work? But in reality, the moment that you step into the moment that you need to be yourself or you need to be able to communicate, the fear kind of dissipates because now it has nowhere else to go. Um, so for me, when it comes to like, like facing fears and for me I just I write them down and I just start moving and the moment that I start moving and that fear starts to creep in I'm like uh-uh you this is what we're not gonna do we're gonna do what we said we were gonna do and that's just what's gonna happen and I make sure I put my best foot forward um so I don't go into anything unprepared that I will say um I definitely work very hard at whatever it is I put my mind to but the moment that that fear creeps in uh I step on stage or I step wherever into that that boardroom it it naturally goes away that's interesting, and, and it, I never really thought about it like that. That fear does dissipate when you actually st- st- are in the moment that you were fearing the whole time, right? The fear only comes before, but once you're in the moment, it kind of goes away. And I was actually feeling that way about our our interview today, Aaron. Like you were actually the first, uh, you're actually the first guest uh, of this of season three. Uh, so I haven't had an actual in, um interview. Uh, in a while so being the first interview back for season three uh, I was like man I haven't done an interview in a while I'm getting all nervous it's my first time using my templates and things like that and then once you got here I'm like it's Aaron like <laughs> we, we, it's like we 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 we've been doing this already from when we was working in, in the same sales role together like the one-on-ones the countless one-on-ones we had those are like mm-hmm. forms of interviews it's just it's, it's like once you got here it was like okay we back we back to our regularly scheduled program so uh and and I, I I think it's also because of your personality too. You're just such a welcoming and bubbly personality. It's just easy for people to want to be around you and have those conversations. So keep being uh, up, Aaron. Just keep doing that. Ah, uh, thanks, Q. You just make me sound so great. I appreciate that. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> so switching gears just a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. we just talked briefly about sales. I want to know that what do you think came first, or what do you think helped or helped uh, prepare you more? Do you think your first reign? as the as miss south carolina state prepared you better for sales 
or do you think sales better prepared you for your your second reign as or that may this may not be your second reign but your most recent reign as miss uh miss uh, black south carolina um okay so here's what i think i think it kind of went hand in hand uh when it comes to when it came to being miss south carolina state university first like that's kind of where i got my mo- my momentum of talking to people but when i went into sales uh it kind of it like enhanced it a little bit uh because i kind of think about sales as like competing in pageants and i thought about this last night uh when you came when you hit me with the idea mm-hmm. um in sales you're hit you're looking to hit a quota right and in pageantry, you're looking to hit a quota. You want to be that title holder. So it, it literally floats in the same boat. Um, and in sales, you're, you're competing. You have a, some people work with teams. Some people are working by themselves. And in pageantry, you're working by yourself. So you're the leader of the team, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you're looking for the same outcome. You're looking for a title and you're looking to hit a sales quota. So they kind of go hand in hand. And essentially, you're competing against yourself in both of those aspects. Mm-hmm. Because in sales, you're competing against your your record numbers. Like, what did you do last week? What did you do this week? And then for pageantry, you're competing against yourself every time you put yourself in front of the judges or on stage. You're not competing against any other girls, any other guys. You're competing against yourself. And sales is the same way. You're competing against your own numbers. So they literally go like hand in hand and at the end of the day like uh when you're talking about the one-on-ones and the training the coaching pageantry is the same way you have a you might not have a pageant coach your pageant coach might be youtube university as we like to say but at the same time you're still training and coaching and developing to get better at your craft and your skill and pageantry is a craft and a skill and so is sales so they definitely go hand in hand they're kind of like a mirror if that makes sense at all because you have to kind of have the same skills especially q when you are selling ass and having to raise money okay mm-hmm. <laughs> like that that money is a is a different is a different uh a different mark to hit because you're trying to convince people to buy into your dream to believe in you to believe in you right because they're putting their money in you and with sales it's the same way you are trying to get people to buy into the product and one thing that i i'm a a business major i have a a master's in business administration but when people do not believe in the product and when people do not believe in you they're not going to put their money towards anything that surrounds you Mm -hmm. that's why in sales they try to get you to have that five minute friend and pageantry is the same way Mm -hmm. the judges are that five minute friend the person that you're looking to sponsor you is that five minute friend so it's just making them understand like how how can this help them in reality because with with people we want something that's gonna help us too um so when it comes to sales or pageantry it's finding those ways to kind of say well this will help you because of this and this will this product will help you because of this so that's why i said they are literally a mirror they're matched all the way around yeah they i i I get that vibe too definitely um matched all around and i would even say i would even say that temporarily not temporarily but just sales overall is like two two main things you have the relationships and then you have your um, belief it's all about the building relationships portion right at that point the five minute best friend that you talked about but then also the belief and you mentioned this as well believing in your product and though pageantry may not necessarily um, be literally a product you have to believe in yourself which you are the product at the end of the day um, and with sales, you have to believe in your product before others put that belief and put their money into it as well. So it goes hand in hand and I could see how those things correlate. Now, 
out of your experience, out of your experience thus far as Miss Black South Carolina International, what was the biggest lesson that impacted you the most in your role? Was it like doing some type of initiative that you did or community service? Out of everything that you've done so far, what do you think you've you've uh, you've gained the most? I think the thing that I have gained the most uh, during my 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 reign right now uh, will probably be the time that I have spent with. Uh, I have these group of young ladies. Some a couple of my friends and I we came up with it's called the Queens Corner uh, Mentoring Group, and they are girls that are going off to to college. They're seniors, and just like spending time with them and helping grow and develop them, which has probably been like the best thing ever. Because on the days when I'm stressed about pageant work. So imagine having to do pageant work, real work, and then have to like help them and develop them. They were literally like the little shining lights that you sometimes needed uh, when you're having those bad days. And it could have just been them like being goofy or putting something in the group chat. And you're like, I didn't even know how much I needed that today, that little smile, right? Um, So just like talking to them and just like picking their brain and just watching them grow and develop that probably has been the best part um, because in actuality, they're also special. And I had to brag on them just a little bit. Like they are awesome. They have over $4.4 million worth of scholarship money, um, all of them combined. And I was just like blown away. My, my girls are, our girls are awesome. Wow. Right. And so I like, that has been the best part of the whole thing. And of course we couldn't meet in person because of of the coronavirus and things like that. Um, so just to keep everybody safe, we would meet through Zoom. But they are amazing. That has probably been the best part of the whole thing, just being around them and just having those moments with them that you can't really get back. Right, being able to pour into others and see, you know, whatever you poured into them is manifesting some some great greater aspect of what they were currently doing that's amazing uh and congratulations to those ladies as well um so what are some other initiatives that you know that you're focusing on currently and what was their influence like what influenced some of the initiatives that you're that you're uh you know spending a lot of time and, and energy into yeah, so besides the Queen's Corner Mentoring Group for girls, um, I also have my podcast that I talked about earlier, The Trust the Process, which focuses on entrepreneurs and just like their their journey and their story through entrepreneurship. And I think the reason where it really came about was my cousin. Um, he was an entrepreneur. And I used to always ask him, like, well, how do you come up with this stuff? Like, where are you getting your, your branding from, your marketing? Like, how did you go about creating it? Um, and I actually used to do the branding and marketing for my cousin for his standalone. So for me, I'm like, okay, I will watch him like do things or like do trial and error. And I'm like, there has to be a better way for entrepreneurs to not have to all make literally the same mistakes. Um, So with the Trust the Process podcast, it definitely focused on like entrepreneurs telling their their story through entrepreneurship and some of the lessons that they learn is basically vicarious learning. Um, Just being able to tell your story so that someone doesn't have to experience the same hardships or downfalls that you experience but also being able to just pour and educate others. Um, And I I feel like that's something that's really big for me, just making sure that everyone around me is educated, especially when it comes to their goals and their dreams that they really want to accomplish. No, that's 100%. And wow, I'm so excited to see how these initiatives uh, pan out for you. Uh, I know that, you know, you're in the beginning stages uh, of of them for the most part. Um, But how has... How has the podcast come along from you since you launched? Have you officially launched already or? 
Yes, so I will actually be filming episode five on Monday. Um, so it has launched already. It's it's been pretty great. Um, I have a lot of great feedback, and people are like, "Oh my God, thank you for doing this!" And I'm like, "I didn't do this for you, but <laughs> you're welcome." <laughs> but you're welcome. Um, it it has been great just being able to have different. And the the thing that I really wanted, I wanted a variety of industries, so it, that it wasn't just one particular industry that I was right. focused. I have like some. I had someone from the financial industry, um, party and decor, because you know people are planning like big weddings and big birthday parties for their kids, and just like going through all those different avenues of event planning and things like that. I think it's it's been really great. Um, the next person who I have, he's a really big event planner in South Carolina. Um, just like his process of like going through planning planning such a large event because I think when it comes to events we are very uh we're just we just like to show up and a lot of times we don't know the back ends of how these events are really planned and all the things you have to get so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that would be wonderful I'm excited though I'm excited as well and um so of with the highlights what are you most excited for Without, I, I'm sure you don't want to spoil anything, right? What are we, What are you most excited for that's coming up with uh, with your podcast? Um, besides that episode. Um, so I have another guy. He's actually in the clothing industry, and I know everyone now is kind of in that mode of like, I want to create my own clothing line or even print T-shirts. So I think he's going to be a great a great asset um, to the program, as well as I have another young lady that's an author. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's going to be awesome. And I also have another person. She's actually the the PR person for PJ Morton, um, the gospel singer. So that's a whole nother, you know, that's a whole nother thing. So I I will say, like, it has been amazing uh, just talking to people and just having them willing to tell their stories and being able to be transparent I think that's also wonderful um just in general because you know a lot of times people don't like to tell their stories but I feel like if you don't tell your story you're leaving it for someone else to tell it for you mm-hmm. so why not tell your story now why, why not tell your story unless I like that unless if you're not you're leaving it up to someone else to tell it for you mm-hmm. that's a that's a quote right there um so with that said Aaron, uh, I do want to switch gears and lighten the mood up a little bit more with a, another icebreaker. Okay. And I like to call this one uh, Rapid Fire. And this is powered by Pod Decks. I have okay. my Pod Deck right here. And um, okay. I'm going to ask you five random questions mm-hmm. and just try to answer them with the first thing that comes to mind. It's not meant for you to overthink it or anything like that. Just answer it with the, with the first thing that comes to mind, okay? All right. All right, Coolio. What do you consider your greatest achievement? Oh, I gotta ask that. Okay, so I must consider my greatest achievement. I am a self-taught YouTuber. My podcast is actually on YouTube, so it's live. You get to see the people. I learn how to edit and do all of that good stuff myself. Nice. That is, I look <laughs> coming from a videography background. I know that that is time-consuming and more power to you. More power oh, to you. Man. Just stay consistent. Look, that's all I could. That's the best advice I can give you. All right. What's the what's what's the favorite thing you've bought? this year what's your favorite thing you bought this year for yourself my favorite thing that i have bought this year for myself 
Or probably have to be my international costume. I'm sorry. I just love it so much. It's so, oh. so. <laughs> Is there any way I would be able to see this? Do I have, like, I can't come to the Bahamas, clearly. <laughs> and I'll be able to see this. I might can give you a little sneak peek, you know. But, you know, just know it's wonderful. It's amazing. My seamstress is lovely. Okay, awesome, awesome. This is a good one. This next one. When you, when you think about success, what comes to mind and why? When I think about success, what comes to mind is generational wealth. Um, I really feel like generational wealth is essentially what helps us, what helps your family thrive once you leave the earth and just being able to provide for others. So that's that's really what I think about when I think about success is generational wealth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that answer. What do you value most in your friends? What I value most in my friends is their honesty. Um, a lot of times as friends, we kind of we kind of let our, our friends, you know, do whatever, but we don't really call them out when they're in the wrong. And I love that about my friends. When they feel like I'm wrong, they're like, all right now, you know, you was wrong in that situation, but I'm going to be your friend, but I just had to let you know. So that's definitely one of the things I value in my friends. Nice, nice. And then this last one, which talent would you most like to have? Oh, okay. So I wish I could sing. People think I can sing because of my voice. So I'm going to go with singing. <laughs> wow. That's funny. I, so you can't sing? I can't sing. I, I can harmonize, but I can't sing. People can't always sing, sing. Uh-uh. People always call me Michelle. You sound like Michelle. I'm like, who is that? I'm about to say, who is that? <laughs> she was like married to Dr. Dre, like when they first started way back oh. in the day. Yeah. See, we're too young. We don't know. Yeah, Michelle. I was like, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> All right. All right, well, so Aaron, I just want to say thank you for joining us so far. We're not done yet, but it's just been it's just been a ble- uh, a pleasure having you um, you know, on on this on this show and having this conversation with you. So, uh I got some closing questions as we starting to wrap things up. The first one is, you know, how would you define self-love? What does what does self-love mean to Miss Aaron Pitts? Self-love is just being able to love yourself literally for who you are as a person. Um, Even with, I like to call them the little wrinkles that we all have as people, like our faults, our Achilles heels, being able to know them and understand exactly what they are, but being able to kind of adjust and being able to say like I know that that's my weakness so let me you know let me adjust accordingly but still loving yourself for who you are that's definitely what self-love is Q you have me over here pageant interview prepping okay I love it and no, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm glad to help I'm glad to help and I love that answer too it's definitely it's definitely about putting yourself uh, in your needs first and and being able to have that self-awareness too to you know identify those what you call wrinkles or those those flaws that we have right our weaknesses and being able to voice it hey i'm not the strongest at this this is what i want to do to work on that because i love myself right that's yes. a, that, that's an awesome answer and i appreciate that so um with that said what advice would you get if you can have a conversation if you can you know if you stumbled and you walking down the street you see 18 year old you what advice would you give 18-year-old you? 
The advice that I would give 18-year-old me was just to be confident in who you are, just having that that self-love. Because um, 18-year-old me, she did not have that. She was very much like, I'm just trying to figure out how to make it in this world. But just have that confidence and be bold um, in moments where you need to be bold so that you are able to do the things that you really want to do to be successful in life. Mm-hmm. I love that. Be bold. Be bold. Be, uh, what is it? Bodaciously you. Yes, be <laughs> bodaciously you. Okay, I love it. That's some great advice that everybody can take, not just 18-year-old you, right? We all need to learn how to just be you, be unapologetic about who you mm-hmm. are, you know, still care about the feelings of other people, but when it comes to taking care of you and doing what you need to do, don't apologize for that whatsoever. Definitely. All right, so Aaron, as a, as we getting ready to wrap this thing up, you know, plug yourself in. Tell us a little bit more about where we can find your podcast. I know it's on YouTube, and you have some other things going on. Just let us know where we can find you and, and things like that. All right, guys. So you can definitely find me on Instagram. My Instagram is humbly dot seventy eight, um, and you can also find me on YouTube. It's literally E R R I N P I T C S. That's my first and last name. And when you come right up, you'll see my podcast there. And on my Instagram, you see everything that I've been doing from literally the time I was Miss South Carolina State to now me reigning as Miss Black South Carolina International Ambassador. And Q, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it being here. Oh, that's not a problem it. at all. I was I was super excited when you reached out and and, I, and instantly once you reached out, I was like, you know what? She she reached out at the perfect time because I was already I already knew what we was going to talk about. I already <laughs> knew we was going to talk about. It's about how we can be poised, and I don't know a person uh more poised than you, Aaron. So it's been a pleasure having you on the show, and I want to thank you as well for just taking the time out on your Saturday to join me this morning and to join our guests, and it just really be a catalyst to the show and providing that that um that value to those that really need it. And as always, to my millionaires out there, I'm super thankful to have you a part of the show week in and week out. Thanks in advance for just becoming the change agent that you're bound to become as you. Apply the principles that you heard today from Miss Aaron Pitts. Now, quick call to action. I want to bring it back for all you guys out there. If you are a small business owner or a podcaster with a tight budget for leadership development and training for your teams, or even finding interviews and show host or show guests, you should consider checking out Guestio. Guestio is a great resource that connects you to a ton of affordable and free, impactful guest speakers that will leave a lasting impression on your audience or your organization not to mention guestio is completely free so you get to save your money on marketing and putting into your production of your show or to your organization and you can visit guestio.com today to visit to create your free profile and start finding guests that apply to what it is that you're trying to get across to your audience or to your teams now with that being said just remember to keep focused, build momentum, and drive results so you can live abundantly. My name is Kai Speaks, and you just heard it, episode 93 with Miss Aaron Pitts on how to walk through life with sports. Hey guys, so thanks to you all, the Million Dollar Mind podcast has went global. The number one passion and attraction podcast in the world right now with huge support from the UK, Ireland, France, Belgium, Tanzania, and of course the United States. With this accomplishment, we are getting bigger and better than ever. Now that said, 
We are soon incorporating video production and YouTube platform to the show so you guys can witness the podcast in full effect. You can now become a supporter of the Million Dollar Mind podcast by visiting the link in the description below. Share your support with me via email and you will receive a free gift. Tis the season to give.